This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk, the whole edition, with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkas on Pulse 95. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Bilqisi, with Omni Asalah, bringing you Future Talk Home Edition, where we bring you the latest in tech, gadgets, and AI from the comfort and safety of our own home to combat the spread of the novel coronavirus, COVID-19. And today, we're going to be talking about the war on COVID-19 and how in Abu Dhabi airports are deploying UAE-made robotic technology. Yes, indeed. And we're also going to be talking about all these video chat applications that are helping us work from home and study from home. But could they backfire with the amount of data that they have in regards to what we do? Is our privacy at risk? We're going to be getting into that in just a few moments. Yes. And for our Tech This Out segment, we're going to be talking about Apple and how they're aiming to let you unlock your iPhone while wearing a mask. Now, most of us who do go out while wearing a mask, uh, we do find a little bit trouble to unlock our phones with Face ID. But Apple has now gave us the, 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 the solution to this problem. Yes, indeed. Or you can just do, you know, the typical fix that Hani gave us. Very, very intelligent, I must say. And you can find it on our podcast. Um, on Future Talk 95, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcast. But we're also going to be talking about a very special application that is going to help us give back during this holy month of Ramadan. Laborers are definitely still working even amidst all these tough conditions with COVID-19. So how can we give them back while still being safe? We're going to be giving you all those details in just a few moments. Yes, indeed. And we're not done with robots yet because robots are coming to the rescue with the pandemic, with the COVID-19 pandemic. And we're going to be telling you guys how robots on hand are to greet Japanese coronavirus patients who are quarantined in hotels. A lot of things going on today at Future Talk, but we're going to take a short break. But when we come back, we're going to wait, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we forgot <laughs> to tell you about the competition. Yes, indeed. A competition is taking place and it's all about getting that inner chef in you outside, outside into the public because you have a chance to win a thousand and five hundred dirhams in cash. Yes, indeed. And that's real cold, hard cash. And all you have to do is post a video of you cooking, baking, or even making a yummy sweet, or even sharing your favorite recipe from home. All you have to do is uh, to videotape yourself, upload it to Instagram, and use the hashtag the 1500 challenge and you must be following pulse 95 on on instagram which is going to be the handle at mm-hmm. pulse 95 radio and be sure your account is public so go crazy ladies and gentlemen do post the videos and you might have a chance to win 1500 dirhams and what is easier than this it's ramadan we're all in the kitchen we're all trying to experiment with new recipes so you might as well win some cash uh, by doing that so as Annie said submit more than one video so that you can have a higher chance at winning and winners will all be shortlisted and undergo public voting this Thursday. So, so you, make have, sure, you have full week. Mm-hmm, and make sure that your account is public so that when we contact you by DM, uh, you'll be able to receive this message. It's very easy and a great way to make some money during quarantine. Yes, indeed. Omnia is right. Good way to make money as you're in the, the kitchen being your own home chef. And 1500 drums is a lot of money. It's not a little bit of money. It's a lot of money. You can do a lot with 1500 drums. So stay tuned right here on Pulse 95. We're going to be taking in a short break but when we come back we're going to be talking about everything that's happening in the digital world Pulse 95
daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Now, the world is in a joint fight against the COVID-19, the novel coronavirus, and we're all in a big war against the virus. But Abu Dhabi airports are deploying UAE-made robotic technology to combat the novel coronavirus, COVID-19. Now, the launch of the new robots does come in collaboration with the Tawazin Strategic Development Fund, and that's all happening in Abu Dhabi airports. Yes, indeed. Lots and lots is happening when it comes to deploying robots in the fight against Against the coronavirus. Um, but the latest updates is Abu Dhabi airports actually launching their new Cody bot UGV. Um, big words, but UGV actually stands for Unmanned Ground Vehicle. Now, this robot is designed and manufactured by a UAE based company, and their main aim is to actually sterilize airports and air cab- uh, airplane cabins. So, what they've been doing is actually work on this robot as much as they can test it as much as possible so that they can go ahead and pilot it from the beginning of may uh, to make sure that they are disinfecting the abu dhabi international airport so this is going to include staff areas cargo facilities as well as being used as part of the cabin uh, desanitization that are happening on passenger aircrafts now we all know that uae airlines are gonna hopefully start opening up a little bit at a time to try and resume normal aircraft uh, airplane movement as much as they can but ensuring that aircraft cabins are kept clean and sterile these Cody bot UGV are going to be able to maneuver through the airplane cabins they have a very unique feature that is actually going to help them make sure that the operators are being safe they're not having any staff you know accompany these robots but these staff are going to be able to control them remotely using real-time video and high-speed 4g data connection the introduction of this robot is helping all the operational teams carry out very uh, safe missions during the sterilization of aircrafts while they're being parked at the abu dhabi international airport so this is going to eliminate the risk of any human exposure any self-contamination but at the same time these robots are going to help disinfect all the spaces that might be hard to get to as human beings and it's going to help reinforce the public safety against COVID-19 and any future virus outbreaks. Yes, indeed, Omnia, you are correct, but uh, we're going to be talking about Google Meet and Microsoft Teams and WebEx and how they're collecting more customer data than they appear to be. Now, Zoom has been under fire for as long as I could remember since the beginning of 2020 about privacy and data breaches concerns as uh, Omnia and I did kind of speculate or have a theory that Zoom just wasn't prepared for mm-hmm. that load, but does it, it kind of seems that it seems that uh, these companies are actually do- selling the customer data because we have Google Meet, Microsoft Teams, and WebEx. They're not only one who is under fire. All three of them are under fire. Now, uh, the Consumer Report has analyzed the privacy policies of Google Meet, Microsoft Teams, and WebEx, and they have discovered that they may have be collecting more data than many people realize. Now, as the world has become more reliant on video conferencing tools, people have also started to scrutinize the security measures and privacy policies of these services. And while not as alarming as the security holes in Zoom that did come to light last month, uh, which is leading to a host of Zoom bombing that Omnia and I did talk about Mm -hmm. on the show and other concerns, it, it is still worth being aware of the data that Microsoft, Google, and Cisco 
can collect. Now, none of the companies did mention or go into specific details on what kind of data is actually being collected or how it's even being used. But the Consumer Report did note that data collected here could be combined with information from other sources to create personal profiles on users and use their habits or even potentially use videos for things like training mm -hmm. facial recognition systems. Now, all three companies did tell uh, the Consumer Reports that they only create video recordings or transcripts when participants request them by recording their meetings and promise that the recordings aren't directly used for advertising. Now, what this basically means, ladies and gentlemen, is that these companies are, they apparently are selling the data to other advertisers. Now, maybe you won't, uh, maybe Microsoft won't have much data on the specific video conference, but what these companies are doing, not Microsoft or Google or Cisco is that these advertising companies are buying uh, are buying information from yeah. a variety of of, of 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 places and variety of companies and they're kind of uh, putting pieces to the puzzle for example uh, at pulse 95 radio is using uh, zoom right now mm -hmm. so then now zoom has sold at pulse 95 radio with that password or with that information and uh, they're going to kind of a uh, mix and match with let's say uh, google sells a, a, a information to that same company at pulse 95 radio and sees the kind of the similarities in the searches and the and and and, and the True. passwords and then you will be you'll be directed for a direct advertisement now let's say at pulse 95 radio has been looking for microphones lately to to, to do their uh, stay at home uh, broadcasts home, yeah. yeah work from home broadcasts so now at pulse 95 radio whenever they're on instagram they're going to see uh, a, 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 a a increase in and directed advertisements for microphones now True. you might not think this is a big deal but it can get to that point where i was talking about not just information on what you type in your google search but, but who even you even call passwords yeah even and passwords true i mean actually looking at the report itself uh, the report was saying that any company any video chat platform company that you use they have the right to collect information from your calls, uh, how long your call lasts, who's participating in the call, and even the IP addresses of everyone taking mm -hmm. part of it. So, I mean, they can actually find out what you're interested in, Hany, let's say, and as you mentioned, target advertisements towards your liking. And at the end of the day, it is a business and they are trying to gain money from it. And since all these services have been recently offered for free, this is their way of making money out of it. Yes, indeed, Omnia, and, and and it is kind of disappointing right now how uh, these these companies are kind of utilizing uh, the pandemic that we are in now. How we all are for not forced, but we are need to we need to use these video conferencing tools to stay in touch with each other as we are battling COVID nineteen and doing our stay at home so we do not contract or even give the virus to other people. But we're going to be taking a short break, and when we come back, we're going to have a tech this out segment, and we're going to be talking about Apple and how. It's going to let you unlock your iPhone while wearing a mask. So stay tuned right here only on Pulse 95. You're listening to Pulse Now we've all been through that dilemma when you're going out grocery shopping or doing whatever if you're going to work and you have that face mask on and you need to get a call or open or check something on your phone but the, fa the, the your, your phone, the face ID won't recognize you because well you got a mask on. Well <laughs> Apple wants to make face ID work better 
with your face mask on. And here is how we know or what we know on how that is going to be solved. Now, the latest iOS beta does take some of the pain out of using face ID while wearing a face mask covering your face. I said face too much, too much, too many times right now. Now, <laughs> trying to unlock your iPhone using face ID while wearing a face mask is an exercise in frustration. I have personally been very, very, very it frustrated so trying annoying. to open my, my phone. Yeah, because the face ID does require your eyes, nose, and mouth to be visible in order for it to work, meaning it won't work with any type of facial covering. But currently, you, you either have to let face ID fail a couple of times before being prompted for your pin, or you can even do what I've done, and I've told Omnia to do this, yeah. just disable your Apple's face facial recognition tech altogether. Yes, indeed. But now Apple is trying to make our lives a lot easier because Corona doesn't seem like it's leaving anytime soon. And what they have done is basically create an upcoming version of the iOS where Face ID will work even when you're wearing a face mask. Now, the change is very subtle, but after people testing this out in the beta version, they found out that the unlock process is now a lot faster even if they have a face covering on. So what we know about Face ID in the upcoming iOS release is that uh, they're trying to create a way where a new group FaceTime setting is going to be allowing the COVID-19 contact contract tracing application and services become a lot better. So they're allowing developers to create these applications, um, the contract tracing applications that would allow you to know who you have come into contact with. And if this person has COVID-19, authorities would be able to reach out to you uh, through this application. Now, there are some rumors slash theories that these applications you know based on every country will be pre-installed with the update so once you download the new update let's say you're right here in the UAE Al-Husun app will be downloaded along with it which will allow authority to reach out to you if you happen to test positive but along with these updates is a new improvement for the face ID so now the face ID will only try to recognize your face once before asking you for the pin so it's not really reading uh, your face quite accurately but instead of asking you to or instead of the face id trying over and over again and then asking you to enter your pin it will be just once if it doesn't recognize your face it will go immediately to asking you for the pin number um, but for now you can actually swipe up from the bottom of your iphone screen to go straight to the pin prompt so no face id is going to be required and your phone is still secure which is a, a method that handy suggested long before this update came along Yes, indeed, Omnia. As I as I said a couple of weeks ago, uh, the most easiest and the quickest and simplest is either disable a pin in general or yeah. a face ID in general when you're going to the supermarket, re-enable it after you finish or whatever you're doing, or just use a pin in general. But if you're an essential worker who is tired of constantly fighting with the face ID, you can sign up for Apple's public beta program and, and install iOS 13 before 13.5 uh, before its official release and um, I myself am a public beta tester. I've I've I do have uh Did you my test account this, is this method? I, I haven't gotten it yet. I don't think I've okay. downloaded it because mm. I, I prompted to I download it when I want to if I find something mm. interesting interesting. Okay. But the but the potential downside here is that well 
it's a beta and it means there are going to be some minor bugs and issues mm-hmm. now uh, ladies and gentlemen I mean it's uh, minor bugs and issues aren't a problem but uh, again I feel like it's it's the fancy pantsy way of having face ID or just ladies and gentlemen just be simple and go back to the roots of, of all touch phones in general just use a pin code and, and you're, 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 you're good to go and, and in my opinion it's better it's quicker it's faster instead of going through this hassle of signing up for a face ID doing this doing that blah 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 it's but use but it. Let's let's, let's give the users their their option. If you do want to try out the Apple beta software program, you can simply go on the Apple website, the developer.apple.com, and you'll find the installation guide. Once you sign up, then you can sign in using your Apple ID, follow all the instructions, and to find the new update, you'll just go to settings, general software update, and you'll find the new iOS beta version there. But that's only if, as Hani mentioned, you're willing to take the risk of having a few bugs on your phone. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've had a couple of bugs when, uh, when um, if you guys remember, when everything starts, you, you could have nighttime mode basically on your phone. I did have a few bugs. Some apps mm. wouldn't work, some apps, blah, blah, blah. But uh, just like Omnia said, you do have a couple of options to go through. And my personal option, if I'm going out and I need to use my phone, I just disable Face ID for that time being, use my PIN code. And uh, even though I'm, I'm not going out a lot, ladies and gentlemen, I've been home for like two months now, by the way. And uh, I haven't seen, I haven't smelled some fresh air in a while. And this is all to stop the spread of COVID-19, the coronavirus. And, you know, we need to stay safe and do a Future Talk Home Edition. But, ladies and gentlemen, as we are in the holy month of Ramadan, uh, we do have some gifts and surprises and challenges for you, ladies and gentlemen, as we are doing the 1500 challenge. Now, what is the 1500 challenge? That's a good question, ladies and gentlemen. The 1500 challenge is you basically videotaping yourself cooking a recipe, a home, uh, like a special re- recipe or dessert or whatever it is you're cooking for iftar or even for sahur, and you videotape that and you do post it on Instagram and mention at Pulse95Radio and use the hashtag 1500challenge. And what is the challenge? What are you winning out of the challenge? Well, you're winning 1500 dirhams. So all you have to do to enter is be following Pulse95 Radio, having your account public, and posting that video and mentioning us and using the hashtag. And the great part about this here is that you can have more than one entry. You can have more than one video. Keep posting until you win. And we will announce the winners uh, this Thursday on our Instagram at Pulse95 Radio. But we're going to be taking a short break. And when we come back, what are we talking about, Omnia? We're going to be giving back to all the essential workers that are working very hard during these tough times. So if you're in the spirit of the holy month of Ramadan and you want to give back, make sure you stay tuned right here on Future Talk, only on Pulse95. You're listening to Pulse95. 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 All around. What's worth a click and download? What's worth a click and download? Now, we guys ask you this every day, and we always have the answer well because we are Future Talk and the answers are always with us. But this is worth a click and download. Why? Because, well, you are helping. A lot of workers who are at right now are kind of under under the bus with the coronavirus COVID-19 uh, pandemic going on. And uh, we want no workers to be left behind in the UAE's war on COVID-19. Now, with around 2.4 million blue-collar workers currently living in the UAE, the country is making sure that in its battle against COVID-19, these unsung heroes are not 
left behind. Yes, indeed. And since this is the holy month of Ramadan and we are all in the spirit of giving back to our community, we no longer need to, you know, physically go, let's say, to a labor camp to provide food for these laborers um, or risk also, you know, along with giving them food, giving them the germs for COVID-19. So this application that is called Smart Labor um, is allowing all residents and blue-collar employees to buy food online from partner restaurants that they can be picked up by the laborers themselves by simply showing a voucher code from their smartphones. So you can actually share a meal with these laborers or even help them learn a new skill, which is again the other feature uh, that this application offers, which is allowing these millions of workers who are calling the UAE home learn a skill that they need to familiarize with in this country. So they can actually go ahead and, uh, you know, use any of the languages that they offer, like Arabic and English language courses, so that they can get more acquainted with the language that is spoken right here in the UAE. They can get videos that are offering tips and advice on money management, on, uh, you know, surviving in the UAE in terms of, as I mentioned before, language, but also on what they can do to beat COVID-19 because the application is now actually offering a free and special course that is given out in three languages, English, Urdu, and Hindi. So using this application, workers can actually report any COVID-19 incident simply by sending a voice note in any language. So this is actually allowing them to fight COVID-19 digitally and have their voices become heard. Yes, indeed, Omni. Now, Smart Labor does in general provide a, a reward platform that offers residents and employers multiple options to reward these workers. But now with this coronavirus pandemic going on and it being the holy month of Ramadan, just like Omnia said, we're, they are only focusing on food and they want to broaden this and partner with leading toy stores, electronic stores, grocery, groceries, telecom providers, and link the rewards to learning objectives and work-related targets. Now, imagine providing a toy to a worker who was going on a vacation back home and giving him a 50% discount on his air ticket just with a few taps and clicks on your smartphone. And imagine that impact on productivity. If 52% if 52 of the UAE's workforce does adopt smart labor to learn and engage more efficiently. So this is a great initiative being done by smart labor. And we always, we kind of, kind of forget, unfortunately, about these, about these 2 million uh, blue collar workers right here in the UAE. I mean, uh, as life goes on, we kind of normalize, oh, they're there. We understand they're there, yeah. but sometimes we forget that they're there. I mean, with a lot of, as, as and we're kind of doing our daily life, we kind of forget. And the thing is, you know, I feel like in past Ramadans, people thought or had the ideas of like, let's say, making, uh, you know, large plates of food and giving them out in mosques or giving them out to people in the street who may not afford to buy a meal for their iftar. But with coronavirus now taking place, uh, this is, you know, not as encouraged simply because you just never know what house uh, this food is coming from and if it's safe enough. So instead of physically donating food, physically donating money, um, which could also carry the risk of spreading COVID-19, we can do all of this digitally. You know, living in the smart uh, country that we are living in right here in the UAE, education has become online. Feeding people has gone online. Um, so I encourage everyone to go ahead and download the smart labor application if you ever thought of doing good, whether it was, you know, educating a blue collar worker or 
donating food for them. It's all becoming possible through this application. And I feel like it's a great way to give back, especially in the time and age that we're living in. 100%, Omni is 100% correct. Because listen, ladies and gentlemen, Ramadan is the holy month. And uh, as Muslims and as Islam teaching, uh, we do kind of, ha- we do have a tradition where we like to share food, whether it's a neighbor, for example, iftar mm-hmm. or suhoor. We kind of like to give, uh, let's say, uh, example, gamat to our neighbor or haris to uh, to our family friend dates, and it is kind yeah. of yeah dates is kind of, it's it's a, a way kind of a, as a sharing as as the holy month of ramadan but uh, as we are practicing social distancing and uh, it's combat the the the, the covid-19 pandemic uh, we can't do that right now we can't give food to one another as and, not because it's just safer that way not because someone might have the virus it's just safer yeah, and giving and I, uh, feel like, and, I feel like we're fasting from sunrise to sunset so that we can feel a quarter of what people who can't afford a meal feel Mm -hmm. every on a daily basis so what is better than actually gifting them a meal and showing them that we do feel their pain just a fraction of it actually so so giving them um, digitally is always better and that is the beautiful the beauty of technology right now as we are going through the covid 19 pandemic but this is future talk and we're always talking about technology because well it is future talk and we're going to be taking a short break but when we come back we're going to be talking about robots well because it's future talk and we love our robots we're going to be talking about how robots on hand are greeting japanese coronavirus patients in hotel so to find find about more find out more about that stay tuned right here only on pulse 95 this is pulse 95 Robots have had a huge role in the fight against COVID-19, but this story is very dear to my heart because we've talked about Pepper the robot multiple times before. Hani and I actually had a chance to meet him when he visited, or he actually works right here in the UAE. Um, But Pepper the robot is having a completely different role now that we are battling this pandemic because in the past, Pepper the Robot was used in schools, in big events to educate the students about what they're about to learn. It was used in hotels to help uh, greet new visitors to the hotels. But now it's actually being used in Japan to greet Japanese coronavirus patients into hotels. Yes, indeed. Onion. Now, uh, with li- coronavirus patients with light symptoms arriving to stay at several Tokyo hotels are likely to get a lift for my pleasant surprise. Now, a robot greeter in the lobby. Now, who wouldn't want to be greeted by a robot? Now, uh, as robots are kind of, uh, they're, they're not new, but they're not old now. So when you see a robot, it's kind of like, oh, it's a robot. Oh, you know, <laughs> so uh, Japan is now using hotels to house patients who have tested positive for the novel coronavirus COVID-19. But whose symptoms are too light to need hospitalization. And several in the capital of Tokyo just opened on Friday to feature robots to help lighten the burden on nurses. Now, and it is a big-eyed robot, just like Omnia said, named Pepper. And we actually did meet him at uh, right here in the UAE. And he is appro- appropriately wearing a protective mask and is stood waiting to welcome visitors. And in a perky, nice, cute voice, as Pepper is now. If you guys don't know who Pe- Pe- how Pepper looks, Pepper is a small, nice robot that looks very small. You could say I like th- a pepper shaker. I think the looks- first. I think the first comment I told you, honey, when I met him was his hands are too soft. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like a small pepper, you know, like a pepper shaker. Now they're small, nice and cute little robot, probably uh, 150 centimeters tall. 
And he yeah. says in a nice voice, please wear a mask inside. And he also says, I hope you recover as quickly as possible. Now, other messages do include uh, that he says, I pray the spread of the disease is contained as soon as possible. And let's join our hearts and get through this together. Now, that's cute that a robot is saying pray. <laughs> but Pepper is not the only robot to work in the hotel in the, uh, in the Tokyo area. Now, a cleaning robot with the latest in AI has been deployed to clean several parts of the hotel, including a riskier red zone where uh, staff access is limited. Now, in an effort to reduce the burden of the medical system, Japan has actually secured more than 10,000 hotel rooms around the nation put up patients with lighter symptoms and now that is according to the health ministry in tokyo and we actually do have this going on right here in the uae yeah uh, uh, patients with light symptoms will be accommodated with going to a nice five-star hotel where they can be uh, sat there in quarantine alone i mean it's it's kind of nice to be quarantined in a nice five-star hotel for for 14 days but i hope none of us get it but i'm just saying, i was just gonna a, ask are you look, interested look, look look at the bright side i always like it like to look at the bright side of things but uh, when when you're at this at these hotels, uh, you won't be alone though, because uh, two nurses will be on hand around the clock, while a doctor will also be present during the day to check on uh, these patients yeah. at the Tokyo hotels. And but, I feel uh, like I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of countries have actually, especially in China, a lot of cities there have actually been deploying the robots to keep patients entertained. So many robots pep, like Pepper and others would be walking around either playing online games with the patients or even uh, checking on their oxygen levels, making sure that everything is uh, going just fine for them. So I actually find it very interesting that robots are now happily uh, replacing humans' jobs because as you mentioned, Hani, one of the robots that is being used in Japan is being deployed to clean all the dangerous or the risky red zone areas mm -hmm. that are found in the hospital where they're not even allowing staff inside. So it's interesting to see how instead of being afraid that robots are going to take over our jobs, we're allowing them to rescue us when it's too dangerous for us to step in. Yes, and I've said this once and I've said it again. I'll say it again and again and again and again, again right? Robots aren't here to take our jobs, ladies and gentlemen. They're here to help us. So stop having this fear that robots are going to take over the world and we're all going to be sitting at home <laughs> while they do our jobs because that is not the case as they will help us, but they won't take our jobs. But that's our time for today, ladies and gentlemen, as it is, we are actually reaching 3 p.m., but the show isn't over yet because Afternoon Karak with Makir Atli and Aisha Al-Mazmi will be coming on in a bit. They were going, they're going to be telling you everything entertainment and youth that's happening in the world. But don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, that the competition is going on right now. The 1500 Challenge, mm -hmm. where you have a chance to win 1500 drums if you submit a video of you cooking uh, whatever you want to be or Banana whatever you bread. want to eat. If the list is Apply. endless, honestly. The it's list Ramadan. is endless. It's Ramadan. So be that chef, as Chef Hani is telling you to be that chef. <laughs> but Future Talk is signing out, and it is me, Hani Bilqais, with Omnia Salah, and we just brought you Future Talk Home Edition, and we'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place, right here only on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.